Hey everyone, I'm Kurt. And I'm Luke. And this is The Breakdown. Glad to be here with you on yet another week, a fall week. It's beautiful. Yeah, nice nice long weekend. Oh, I know. It's awesome. Did you enjoy yourself? I had to work, but it was <laughs> but it was great. It was great. Life never ends for the medical field, right? I en- no, it does not. But I, I did enjoy Flannel Fest. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, did you work a particular station this year? Uh, no, I helped around and just with, kind of, yeah, as, as people needed help with things. That's so. awesome. I just want to give it up for the donut station yeah. because we all had a blast at the donut station. They were so good. Yeah, those donuts were really, so good, really, good. really good. So thanks to yeah. Jazz Wells for, for providing those. And uh, yeah, lots of fun. I was talking to somebody in the, in the dessert section. It was like nonstop desserts. I've never seen so many desserts in my life. Oh, I, I know. I walked past that table. Yeah. I'm like, are we going to get rid of all of these? I was like, that's more than the chili that's here. The desserts. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like, hey, wow, big props to some chili cookers, man. Mm. Did you try? Like, did you go the way through? No, I didn't. I oh, didn't get to have that. First year I've ever done it, and I loved it. I wow. was so impressed. I don't remember who did what because I don't know the names. So were you able to to vote or was it uh, there were certain judges or? Oh, yeah. You vote. You you go ahead. And oh, that's cool. It was actually really cool the way it was set up online to vote. So you go through. There was like A through N, I think. Okay. Yep. I don't remember. But I don't even know if I made it all the way down the line. But uh, you you try them in these little dishes. And wow, it was really, really good. And then you just scan the QR code and vote. It took like 10 seconds. It was wow. great. It's a That's lot of fun. fun. That's really fun. I was on the other side of the field when they announced the winner. So I still to this day don't know who the winner was. But. <laughs> no, that is that is really, really cool. It was really that just cool. goes to show how much there was to do there because oh, I, I didn't even make it over to that table. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, between the hay rides and watching the kids and just a lot of fun for everybody. And I can understand why this has become a beloved event for everyone at HPC. Yeah. And so. if, if you did not get to make it over there, definitely... Uh, make an effort to come out next year. Oh, yeah. It's so worth it. Again, this would be my second one, and this was your second or first? This was my second one. Second one, yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, we are so uh, excited to get into what the Lord has for us today. And as we were moving in and listening to Pastor Zach's message on Sunday, and Pastor Zach bringing us to Mark 8, I just want to bring up the title of this message and thinking about comparison of last week, the blessing and the breaking this week, right? Yes. And then last week was all about the threshing and the mm. pouring. And just really interesting, you said before we got on the mic, the imagery that's being used here. So I just think it's really fascinating. Yeah, I think it's really helpful um, as we uh, digest the message that the Lord brought to us through Pastor Zach, mm-hmm. really honing in on that truth of blessing and breaking yeah, and how that really is. It calls us back to the person of Jesus and why Jesus came. Jesus came to die. He came to, um, his body was broken for us. His blood was poured out for us. Yeah. Um, so that we might have life in him. And, uh, I do encourage you if you, if you don't get to listen to the messages throughout the week, I encourage you to go back and listen because yeah. I listened to this message twice on Sunday and then another time today. Oh yeah. And every single time that I've listened, I've, extra- I've extracted, um, a new truth or uh, a new line stands out. So I do wow. encourage that you go back and listen. Um, but thinking about this, it's okay. So what is Jesus revealing to us about himself? Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. that really is what's going on in the story. Yeah. Because Jesus feeds the, we're in Mark 8, and Jesus feeds the Mm -hmm. 4,000. And then there's other times where Jesus feeds the 5,000, another instance. And in both of those instances, Jesus is trying to point people back to himself. Now, people get caught up on the fact that, oh, wow, he gave us food to Mm. eat. 
Mm. And if you go into John 6, <laughs> after he feeds the 5,000, yeah. they wanted to make him king. Like it actually says the crowd was going to try to make him king by force. Yeah. So Jesus has to, he, he, he sneaks away because that's not why he came. That's it. But he does feed these people and he does give them this sign. But the whole point is to point us back to himself. Yeah. And even to the heart of the father. I was having this dialogue with somebody today that, you know, all that Jesus is doing. Yeah. It's to show really the heart of the father and who he is. These signs, they were necessary for him to communicate these, these awesome points. So I do love what you're bringing up here because it's so interesting. We, Jesus ends up rebuking them when they get to the other side. I don't know if it's in Mark or Matthew or, or John, but... But when they get to the other side, he's like, you didn't come after me even for the sign. You came right. after me because I filled your belly. Right. And it's like, right. don't chase after the food. Like, don't don't look for the thing that you think is going to bring you sustenance. There's so much more being communicated here. And even before we get to the, the full blessing and breaking here of what Pastor Zach was teaching, Pastor Zach opened up the message with this one-liner that really stuck with me. Um, we often think about Jesus going in his morning prayer and evening prayer and time with the Father and getting like specific directions. This is who you're going to communicate today. You're going to see this person at this time, and this is what I want you to do. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, because I believe the Father does have some specific communications. Mm. But Jesus often said that I only do the things that my Father does, and I only say the things that my Father says. And so I believe that what Jesus is communicating and what I love that Zach brought out that it it brings up right here in Mark 8, it says, Jesus himself said, I have compassion on the multitude. Mm. And one of the other gospels, it says Jesus was moved to compassion. That we really need to park on for a little while because it shows us how the believer and the follower should be living. We should have the Holy Spirit inside of us that the more time we spend with the Father, the more we understand His heart. So it's not like we need a specific word from God to go and do something. We can do it because we have the Father's heart. Mm. And I love that Pastor Zach was bringing that up because we sometimes think, I because Jesus said, I only do what the Father does and I only say what the Father says, I'm only going to do and speak whatever God tells me to speak. And it's like, well, God has given you his heart right. and he's given you his word. And so you have the ability throughout your day as you're going through experiences at work and you're dealing with family, like you ought to have that heart of God inside of you so that you too, you and I too, can be moved to compassion to fulfill bringing the kingdom on earth, which is right. what Jesus does in this exactly, scenario. Exactly, And that's why, um, you know, when his disciples further on in the chapter when they're arguing about, oh, we forgot to bring bread. <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting what Jesus says yeah. because they're they're arguing about physical bread. Right. But Jesus says, beware of the bread of the Pharisees mm-hmm. and of Herod. Mm-hmm. So Jesus switches the discussion. Yeah. Beware of the leaven of Correct. the Pharisees Correct. and Herod. Yep. So he 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 jumps off of this discussion uh, mm. that they're having about physical bread yeah. to then pull their attention back to what they really should be focusing mm. on. Mm. And that is himself and and living the way he's called them to live. Yeah. Because the people, they wanted a kingdom. Yeah. They they wanted a religion, a reestablishment of the religious kingdom of of Israel. Yeah. And they wanted to overthrow the Romans. Mm-hmm. They wanted to set up their own government. And Jesus is always trying to call people out of looking at this physical world, but to yeah. the spiritual world. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really excellent point because it brings us to this concept of leaven of Herod and leaven of Pharisees, which right. is really that Jesus referring to that that sinful part. 
and and what really inflates something that may be necessary and natural. And so when we look at this, you know, Pastor Zach did a great job of breaking down Herod representing the government and the Pharisees representing the religious law. Right. And so as we look at this, how can we look at this in terms of our government and the religious involvement that we have? You know, if we have this overarching government that we're part of that we can't mm-hmm. escape and we have the religious experiences that we're going through, you know, what is the leaven do we think that we should be mm. avoiding and mm. and and making sure that we're sticking to the heart of this blessing and breaking. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's a very fine line, yeah. I believe, <laughs> yeah. especially when you're talking about involvement in physical government, earthly government, right? Yeah. Uh, because, you know, God does call us to be in the world, but not of the world. Yep. Um, and I think for a lot of, t- for a long time, Christians have been afraid to step into government yeah. because it's like, oh, that's, that's worldly. Um, and it is, uh, but God calls people to get involved with with the systems that are around us, Absolutely. right? And I think um, being involved in government or caring about the laws that are being passed, um, you know what what's going on? Are we are we fighting for life? We had the whole you know abortion abortion issue. Mm. Uh, we have we have you know marriage issues and the redefining of what is a man or a woman, and that that takes place in the political sphere. Yeah, it's true. So as Christians, are we not supposed to? Be involved in that discussion. I would say no. We are supposed to Engage. be involved. Absolutely. Now the 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 trick is the tricky part is is when we start to um, not under, we forget that we are of a king a, yes. a kingdom government the Correct. government of heaven that yes. rests on jesus shoulders yes so even as i engage in political discourse or 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 talking to people it's not for the ultimate promotion of a worldly system of government of the mm-hmm. united states or, yep. or whatever country yeah. it's not one country versus the other it. ultimately it's it, it's calling people to jesus mm-hmm. and that it, it, it's it's hard it is you know it's it's it's, it's very hard to hard. walk that line. It really is. It's very hard. And I even think too, like on these social justice moves, whatever it may be right. for a given time, like you mentioned mm-hmm. abortion or, or an injustice that may exist. Right. Anytime that we as the church say, hey, this is a big issue, we need to step up and we need to make this our approach. Well, I think that we ought to, as believers, have an involvement. If if the Lord has given us a scope of influence right. uh, or a sphere of influence and a scope of authority, then we ought to be able to practice that wherever the Lord has placed us. He does place people in that area, right. in that arena, and they will walk that out. But I, I think it's really important that you, like you're saying, we're pointing it back to Jesus. Right. It is not about this thing right. that we are trying to accomplish because we're trying to, like Jesus said in that prayer— your kingdom come, Father. Yes. Your will be done. Mm-hmm. And so our focus is to bring the kingdom of our God here to this earth. And I think the frustration can be when we are jumping into an agenda, trying to accomplish a specific agenda based on a social... It, we're still right. being stirred by the right. world and the right. political scene. We're not necessarily being stirred by our God, or we have to be careful mm-hmm. to make sure that we're being stirred by our God. Yeah, exactly. And and it's so important to not start worshiping a system, an earthly system of government. Yeah. And that's what we're going back to. The leaven of Herod is there is something at there, you know, it's Satan at work in the world and he will do everything he can to shift our focus, Mm -hmm. to shift our focus off of Jesus and onto, um, you know, onto in this particular example that we're talking about onto a a system of government, you know, because there are, I have encountered some people who, they, it is it is as though they worship America alongside Jesus. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not trying to judge what's in people's hearts. 
Um, but it's that's that's what we don't want to fall into. Absolutely, it's not one country versus another country. Yeah, it's the kingdom of 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 heaven. Yeah. Now, our involvement in the political sphere is as we as we call people to adopt the principles of heaven into our laws, we do reap ben- uh, blessings from that. Absolutely. And so that's that's what what that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. It's totally understandable. And I think it is interesting that we come from this move where Jesus has compassion. So he receives the bread, he blesses it, he breaks it. They're in awe. And then, okay, now because they want to make him king, he packs up, he moves on real quick. And they're coming back and they're seeking him and they're seeking something that's going to satisfy their own belly, not necessarily what the Lord is trying to do. And so what would we, I want to move from that political scene, that governmental scene to the church scene. Yes. What, what is this? What are we describing the bread or the leaven rather of the Pharisees? And that's where I'm kind of like, okay, what, what is this piece here? Uh, Well, I mean, as we read in the new Testament, Paul is, does a lot of writing about that because, you know, you have Jewish believers who are getting saved mm-hmm. and they're they're coming to Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, they were Jewish before. They followed the law. Yeah. And it and because Jesus was the fulfillment of the law, it's it's understandable to kind of think like, "Oh, did that completely die?" Mm-hmm. or no, because no, it didn't, but they're not bound by the law anymore. That's it. That's and it. and so and Paul's always trying to um call us to that that in Christ we are free. Yeah. But there's something in us that likes to follow rules. Yep. Because when we can follow rules, we can we can measure <laughs> how well we're doing. Yeah. And we and it it feeds that sinful nature in us that wants to fall into pride. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think coming back to um, one of the things that we do at School of the Spirit is we really jump on this because we're looking to walk in the spirit, right? And we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And it's written right there. And God says the time is coming. This is in, you know, Ezekiel and Jeremiah and, you know, fulfilled in in Jesus's life and verified in Hebrews that the time is coming when I will write my law in their hearts and in their minds, and I will be their God and they will be my people. And so we're living in that, that promise, that time of promise, which is, it's by faith. It's by faith. We make a big deal about faith, but it's by faith that we actually know that we're pleasing him, that it's not about these religious laws that we're trying to keep, because the moment we put ourselves under these religious laws in this microscope, man, we are not going to be able to fit to fulfill all that. But it's good to know, Romans 8, that Christ fulfilled it so that the righteous requirement of the law can right. be fulfilled in us. Right. And that's that place of renewing our mind. It helps us move off of trying to get caught up in living by the letter of the law, because the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Right. right. And in that religious system, I I still think no matter Mm -hmm. what, even in a good, healthy church, we personally can fall back Mm -hmm. on some of this religious thinking. Like, I got to be like this. I've got to act this way and do all these things. Or it needs to look a certain way. Yes. You know, uh, the Pharisees were asking for a sign Mm -hmm. and they're asking Jesus to prove himself. Yeah. Sometimes I think we can fall into that too. Or, Or like what Zach was emphasizing on Sundays going back to a time in our spiritual journey where we saw these manifestations, we saw the glory. And it's like, that can become our, that's, that becomes what we pursue and not Jesus Yes, or, or what Jesus yes. has for us today. Because mm-hmm. the Lord does have something new for right. us every single day. You know, and you said it at the beginning, you go back and listen to the message or 
How many times have we been reading the same passages of this word? But because Hebrews 4, 12, it's living and active, it literally is going to reveal something new to me every time I come right. to it. And that's a great point to say like, hey, I'm not just looking for a sign so that I can be like, wow, the Lord did this on X day all these number mm -hmm. of years ago. There should be fresh connection, intimacy, and revelation, maybe not all the time, right. but there should be something fresh that you're living from every single day, which is what we see, and Pastor Zach has taught it this past year, that daily manna. You know, and Jesus Amen. confirms, Amen. daily bread. Yes. Give yes. me today my daily yeah. bread. What is it that I need today? And how can I, what's that word from you today? I, I have to say, Luke, and I, I'm interested to hear from you because, you know, I get caught up in how I live. <laughs> how do other people we do We all this? do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, so we wake up every morning, we seek the Lord, we get together, we sit down, we have our cup of coffee, my wife and I, and we're right there, we're quiet, and we're just reading our word, and we're letting the Lord speak to us. Every time I present myself to the Lord in the morning like that, I'm never left empty. Mm -mm. Do, do you tell me a little bit about yourself? Like, do you find the same thing? And I'm not saying it's going to be like super early. I'm just saying our practice has become this. When we present ourselves, we're finding something new and fresh all the time. Yeah, I think uh, for me, it's really inviting the Lord into my day. Mm. And then whatever I'm going through, you know, we all have those things in our life, those situations or those feelings inside that we're like, I don't like this. Yeah. Okay. So, Rather than going to the world for advice, it's, okay, Jesus, I know you're here. Yeah. I'm inviting you. I'm recognizing that you're here. It's good. And I'm giving, not even inviting you. It's, it's I'm opening myself up to you and recognizing that you're here and I'm going to give you this discomfort or this situation. What do you have for me? Yeah. And as I read the word, it's, Lord, what do you have for me? That's good rather than me going to it and doing it as a solitary activity. Mm, right? Yeah. Um, and and I think, you know, you know, Zach had talked about he one of the illustrations that he gave for um, you know, bringing in the 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 leaven of of Herod or the government. It's like you could represent that as the world. And yeah. it's like, oh, I'm gonna bring in a piece of the world's advice to try yes. to fix my problem. Yeah. And it's like, no, what you need is Jesus. Yeah. What you need is Jesus. Now Jesus might guide you to a counselor. Correct. Go to Jesus first, correct. And, I, and for me, that's that's really what what it, I've what I've grown into is just walking with Jesus. Yeah, and I think that's a really great point. Coming back to like, there are so many systems that we could be bringing in religious beliefs or worldly beliefs right. that we bring into. In a sense, we can we can really kind of you know what's the word? It's not filter. It's the opposite of filter. Right. We can pollute. Yeah. Our relationship yeah. with the Lord with these things, which is right. what Jesus is saying. Right. If right. you just have a little bit of leaven, yes. it is going to be an active agent, right. and it's right. going to really affect. And I and I think like one way that sometimes we fall into bringing the leaven of of the church is when we have when we're experiencing a problem and we feel like I need to get a certain person to pray for me on yes. this. Like I need to have the right person prophesy over me. It's mm -hmm. like, no, if you are a believer, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Yeah. So you can communicate and 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 work on that problem with Jesus right then and there. Yep. Just you and him. Mm -hmm. Now, we have a church, we have a community of believers and yeah, we we receive from each other's gifts. Absolutely. But 
but to think that we must go through these humans, mm-hmm. that's falling into a, it, a religiosity. It really is. And we need to balance that with the times where it says, is any sick among you? Let him right. call for the elders. Amen. Or Amen. Is, is a brother caught up in a trespass? Yes. Well, you who are spiritual, right. restore him. Amen. And so there is Amen. that balance is. of, we have yes. been given the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he is, God wants to be this communication right. with us regularly. Amen. And Amen. there are times where we get stopped yeah. up. Amen. Our ears are stopped up Amen. or the veil's over our eyes. And I, I love how you brought up balance because I think what's tough with a message like this yeah. is when you're talking about it, it's easy for one mm-hmm. side to sound stronger than it should be, right? Yeah. yeah. You know? So it we have to seek that balance. And we and this is why we walk this out together. Yeah, it's so true. I was talking with a brother today, and that's what we were discussing. Is that, you know, I like that's why I was saying I get caught up in my world because I tend to see things, obviously, just the way that I do. It's so good to have dialogue mm. and realize, like, hey, there's another vantage point. There's another perspective, right. which I believe in right. part is why the writer of Hebrews says, don't forsake gathering together, because you have to experience this in a bigger picture, because right. you're just one part Amen. of the whole. Amen. Amen. And and so now coming back to the concept of blessing and breaking, yes. we've been talking about how you know we're going to Jesus, right? And that's the key, yeah. is what I need is more of you, mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I need a revelation of your person and your character. Yeah. Um, and Jesus is pointing the crowds back to himself. That's why he says in John about, um, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you won't have any part of this. Yeah. Right? Yep. And and that's within the context of coming off of feeding the 5,000. You know, he, and, and people are very confused by a statement know. like that. I know. So he's calling people to listen with spiritual ears and not just with their human fleshly eyes or their fleshly bellies. It's, mm-hmm. no, I need a spiritual meal. Yeah. And Jesus is my meal. Yeah. And what did Jesus do for us? He came to, to die, to be the sacrifice for our sins. And he was he was blessed by the Father. You see that at his baptism. He comes out of the water and and the Father says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Mm-hmm. He's blessed. Yeah. He receives the Father's blessing. He walks out this earthly life and then he's broken for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what are we called to do? We are called to partake in that. And that's why we have communion. That's it. Oh, it's so good, man. And then because he does that and he models that for us, that should be the way that we're living right. as well. Right. That our lives, and this is where I see what Paul is saying in Romans 12, 1 and 2, you know, that we are presenting our bodies a mm. living sacrifice. Yes. And so to realize that, hey, we have been blessed. There's been so much that's been poured out in us and through us that it's this, Paul calls it our reasonable service. Yeah. And that's the model that Christ gave right. us. Yeah. Right. And I think, you know, we like those times in our life where we can really <laughs> feel in touch with the blessing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then we go through these difficult times where there's the breaking. Yeah. And, you know, Paul talks about our, you know, these sufferings as it's working for us a greater eternal weight of glory. That's it. Okay. So when you're feeling the breaking, yeah. understand that Jesus was broken for you first. That's so, it. So find your strength in that. Yep. He had that strength on the cross. So we just pray, Lord, give me the strength to endure what I'm going through yeah. and walk me through this. But understand that there's going to be a greater understanding and revelation of his character in that. Yeah. And um, we were talking before the show about how, you know, when you when you break in order to make an investment, you have to break a sum of money. Yeah. You have to take from a sum of money and disperse it into accounts that you know that there's a risk there, there right? There is, there is. But then it can, there is that chance of 
of stewardship and 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 getting more of a of an, a return on your investment. That's it. We can go back to the parable of the talents. I was just thinking that. Yeah. You know, uh, what the the servant with the one talent, he had one talent at the beginning and he had one talent at the end. Yeah. His investment was not risked. It, it wasn't broken. It was, it was whole. Mm-hmm. Well, what's interesting, Luke, is that he had one talent at the beginning and he had zero right, at right. the end. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> that crazy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but I'm with you. It's like, right. whoa. So right. even what he does have is taken it's away taken because he wasn't a faithful yes. steward. Yes. Um, yeah. I'll, there's a lot built up in what you're saying there. And it's so powerful. Um, and that's what I was just thinking about. Wow. Even to what Jamal was sharing earlier this year, we tend to think like we have this thing and, oh, God might add a little bit to it. Well, no, kingdom math is it's either subtraction or multiplication. Right. And so God takes what we offer and he multiplies it. And, you know, I would say that even my family and I are in this season right now where we're we're getting a greater understanding of what it mm-hmm. means to suffer for the namesake of Jesus. It's just mm-hmm. kind of the road that we're walking in. And I do say like, wow, I've had to really pull in and meditate on those verses that, hey, that Paul says, I'm fully convinced that this temporary, listen to the words, light affliction is producing for us a far more exceeding weight of glory. So it's like, okay, like when we come to God, the problem with the parable of the the talents is really the heart condition. Because what does that man say who had one? I knew you. Well, he said, really, if you knew me, you would have just put it in the bank. The truth is you didn't know me. Right. And so we come to that place of faith that he that comes to God must believe that he is, and he's right. a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So right. if I am going through, if we are going through, I just think about the messages of mm. the crushing and the pressing with the grapes over this season. And last week with the threshing, right. you know, and then now to this place of the blessing and the breaking, right. let's not let's not deduce that because there's a breaking going on mm-hmm. in our lives that we are somehow not blessed. Right, because that's what Paul says in right. Romans eight, Amen. and all Amen. these things, and the nakedness, and the peril, yes. and the shipwreck. Right. We are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Right, and that's and and that goes back to something else that Pazak was saying at the end of the sermon is sometimes that religious spirit is we call ourselves by the wrong name. Yeah, we go by sinner, mm-hmm. not saint, not conqueror. Yep, and we we adopt this old way of thinking, but we are saints. We are conquerors. Yes. Yeah, we have to look at that. We may we we are so quick to judge ourselves by what we see in the body and the right. soul. That's right. why I really believe that that understanding mm. of spirit, soul, and body is so I, important. I, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so good, great dialogue, uh, great great points to ponder. Um, and hey, listen, if you might be in the place where you're wondering, this is kind of what we've been doing with our students in in school this past mm-hmm. week. School of the Spirit is. You know, when there is a, a breaking time in your life, mm. don't be afraid to ask the Lord about it. You know, Paul no. says, I sought the Lord. We right. talk about this thorn in the flesh. He says, I sought the Lord three times. Three times I sought the Lord, and mm-hmm. three times he answered me. And so don't be afraid to seek the Lord on, Lord, what's going on here? Can right. can I be delivered from Amen. this? Is there so, Or Amen. what is there being accomplished right. in this situation? Right. But you're working on that directly with the Lord. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and the whole point is that other people would see Christ in us. That's it. Um, one thing that I was thinking about too is, you know, when Jesus rises from the dead and then he's walking with those two disciples on the road to Emmaus, right? They're walking, they're talking, um, about Jesus and, but, um, they don't, they don't recognize Jesus, right? Yeah. When did they recognize Jesus? That's it. It's when they sat down to eat (laughs) and then he lifted the bread. Yeah. He gave thanks and he broke it. So there was something so in there. Good. That's when they realized 
this is Jesus and Jesus disappears, right? Disappears, yeah. But I think there's something really key there. It's good. It's in the blessing and the breaking it's good. that we come to Jesus. And it's in our blessing and breaking and living out the life of Jesus that other people are to see Jesus in us. Wow. And I have to say, because I was talking to a brother about this today, you know, we don't like to think that our suffering is actually like we would rather not suffer. Right. We'd rather not go through the breaking. Right. But it really does draw people to Jesus. You know, um, we were talking about in the old covenant. God's promises were all these external things. I will bless you. I will bless you. I'll bless you if you do all these things. But I will also let these curses come upon you if you do all these bad things. Mm. And it's all external so that the world can see. Now we have the Holy Spirit inside. Right. And this is what my brother was saying. Right. Was like, Good point. And our promises are greater and better. And the world can look and say, how in the world exactly. are you right. still standing Amen. after Amen. all this? Right. And, and we say, but Christ. And this is why we we as believers, as conquerors, as those who are following after Christ, this is how we can navigate mm. in in systems of religion and and in spheres of government yeah. without being tainted by them. It's because good. we're 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 not we're not going to them for nourishment. We're going to them as ambassadors of Christ's kingdom. That's it. That's it. Oh wow, that is so good. That is so good. So I'm just thinking, as you're listening here, um, you might be considering, okay, well, how does this apply to me with this leaven of Herod? I would just think about your sphere of influence. Mm. Where is your sphere of influence? Like, what has God given Mm. you? And then what you're fighting for in that sphere, is it because of a worldly influence or is it because it's a God assignment? Mm. Then what about in that religious place? Are you adopting some of those religious, deeply held beliefs? Or are you moving into these new covenant understandings of the blessing and the breaking. Right. Amen. Yeah. That is that is wonderful. Oh, that's <laughs> so, perfect. So we've got some homework. You're making this me week. really excited. Well, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would double that. You're making me excited. This is what happens here. Uh, so that's great. Well, sorry. hey, any final closing remarks, thoughts? Uh-huh. No? Thanks. All right. So let's go ahead and pray and just uh, trust the Lord for what he has. Father, we thank you for the time that you have given us. We are so grateful uh, that you would permit us to gather together to dissect, break down, get into the Word a little bit deeper. And Lord, we present ourselves a living sacrifice, and we refuse to be conformed uh, by this world, but we want to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So we need to get into your Word. We need to understand what it is to be blessed and to be broken. First, to receive from the one who was blessed and is blessed and has been broken on our behalf, and then to live that out. So Lord, I pray, we pray for every heart, every listener to really understand what that means in their own individual life. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm Kurt. And I'm Luke. And that's The Breakdown. We'll see you next week.